Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Hey there, it's Jason Falls. If your company or maybe one of your clients sells to marketers, you look for advertising channels that guarantee business marketers are paying attention, right? Let me introduce you to the Marketing Podcast Network. You're listening to it right now. It's a network of podcasts all about marketing. So 100% of MPN's audience are marketers. Reach them by advertising on the Marketing Podcast Network. Learn more and find our media kit at marketingpodcasts.net. Yes, you should raise your prices, but there's a catch. There's a process to it. All right, so before we get into this, I got to remind you to check out Pod Central. It is linked down in the description box down below. Join the newsletter, putting out a lot of content there, mostly my rants and I'm doing reaction videos and stuff on different things in the podcast industry and talking about Spotify and Joe Button and stuff like that. Um, also giving you some tips on how to grow your podcast, grow your podcast business, all of that good stuff. And like I said, Pod Central is live now. You can go and join. Um, We'll be doing updates on the platform literally every single day. I'm not stopping until it's perfect, man. So let's get into this price raising thing. Um, This is something that if you look at anything, any kind of business content online, you'll see somebody saying this. And I don't think it's bad. I don't think that it's bad to say raise your prices. But I often think we leave out the context. Like if you just are raising your prices just because you want to, that doesn't make sense. Nobody talks about raising the value of what you do, right? Because let's say you, you know, you have a barber and you pay 40 bucks for a haircut, 50 bucks for a haircut. And you've been going to this barber for like a year, right? You've had a year with this barber. You've gotten maybe 20 different cuts from him, right? It's been, it's been some time. You guys have worked together. This is somebody, you know, you can trust and rely on. One day you walk in the shop and instead of cuts being 50, it's now 75, And this is what a lot of online business owners are doing. It's like you just raise the price out of nowhere. And where's the justification? Now, if I walked into my barbershop and then, you know, he, I got this thing and I'm doing this now. And I learned this new skill at barber school and you raise the price after that. I understand because you've raised the value of the haircut. Now, you know, you started doing a different type of hair wash. You got some different kind of materials. You learned a new edging technique or whatever it is. Like if you are putting that much work into it, I have no choice but to respect that. The problem I see is so many, so many businesses just say, yeah, the price is just more just because we make it more. And granted that will work sometimes, but 
I believe it's more effective when you give people a reason as to why the price has changed, right? If you have access to this software for six months and it's going really well, and now it's like, it's 20 bucks more, you're going to be, okay, wait a second. Why is this so much more? I need to understand why you want a reason you want a justification. And I don't think that's a bad thing because you as a customer would want the same thing. Plus, if you justify the price change, then people will be more willing to pay that price. They'd be more than happy to pay the price if it's going to be more valuable. But the reality is, I think we skipped this conversation because then we would have to have a real conversation about what value really is. Because most people, I don't believe, are providing that level of value to charge what they're charging in the first place. You know, a lot, I say this in the podcast space specifically, there are a lot of people and a lot of tools that should not be as expensive as they are. And then there are some that are honestly underpriced. And the biggest problem with this is it, 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 it conflating value is dangerous, man. I don't think you should ever do that with your company, with your agency. Um, if you're just doing production, if you're doing consulting, don't conflate the value in the beginning so you can make more money and stuff. Because when you price things correctly, it builds trust, reliability. Like if you, again, if you had that barber where you know he's going to cut your hair right, it's going to be perfect. He's going to be on time. You know, he's going to be professional. That means you'll be willing to pay the price to work with that barber. You're not going to question it. But if you have to fight him to be on time, if you don't know if he's going to be professional or not, if he's going to wear his gloves or not, if you don't know how he's going to edge your hair up this time, because he's not always that consistent Well, most barbers not lasting that long, to be honest with you, then if he says the price is more, you'll be like, man, how the hell are you going to charge more if you ain't doing more? You wasn't that good to begin with. You charging more than you were charging. That's insane. So this is what I think you should do if you're going to raise your price. Number one, I think you should have a list of the benefits you're adding, right? Have at least three clear benefits that will be changing for your customer, right? Like if I was going to start charging more, it might be some extra personal service, um, maybe some uh, one-on-one email access. It could be another, um, and those sound like features, but <clears throat> I guess you got to start with features and then turn them into benefits. So I guess you could say that. So if you have the feature first, which is on a SaaS tool, it be something like um, maybe more capacity, more space or whatever. And the benefit is they don't have to use another platform or make another account or something like that. For a production company, it could be, again, something that's just as simple. You know, um, the feature of your new product is maybe a different type of content, right? The benefit is they get this kind of content so they can grow their show faster. You know, boom, there it is. Very, very, very simple process. Um, I think you do this three times and you'll win. And then you got to communicate that to your people. Like, let them know the price is changing and here's why. I'm telling you, it just builds another level of trust and really likability because they know too. I don't have to tell you. Like, they know you don't have to tell them and all of that stuff. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It is so, so much better to take this approach of being more transparent with your audience, with your customers and all of that. Because then when they trust you like that, now you want to work with them. They want to work with you, all of that stuff. So that's kind of how you want to set yourself up for success, man.
Um, and the last part of this is I think communicating with your old customers, like the ones who've been there the longest and stuff who supported you in the beginning, like if they're consistently paying you monthly, I believe you should keep their pricing the same. I'll be honest with you. Even if I was going to charge more, like I'm thinking about this now with Pi Central, you know, the people who sign up with us in 2022, who are our first 100 users, they're going to have that same price like forever, you know, and if they cancel the account and come back, then it is what it is, but they get the same price. You know, if you're one of the first people to support the brand and support the business and what we got going on, then I respect that and I appreciate that. And to show you my appreciation, you get that same price forever. Simple. You know, I, I think we got to reward loyalty in that way because then other people will want to be loyal to you. But if you don't reward the loyalty, if your new customers are seeing that the old customers are paying the same price as them, even though they were the first ones there, they're going to look at you like, oh, okay, I see what kind of brand this is. You know, like I want people to ultimately look at my brands, how people look at Costco, right? Like we can trust Costco. We know you can be broke as a joke, but if you got your Costco card, you can pull up to Costco with $5, get you two slices of pizza and something to drink. You know what I'm saying? That's trust. That is brand trust. And again, with all this price changing talk, it, it's something you can do. But I believe if you do that and you're just reckless with it, it's pretty much a way to guarantee your audience won't trust you, right? Like you lose that reliability factor. And I personally, I don't want to lose that. I want people to be able to rely on my brand in that way of knowing the value they're going to get, knowing that the pricing is going to make sense, all of that good stuff. Right. Um, I had to choose Costco because I know that's something most people can relate to. Like it's some level, even if you don't have a Costco car, you just know that it's always been the same, you know, since I was a kid going to Costco with my mom, that pizza, the hot dogs, it's been the same price. That's just, that's incredible. So I look at their brand when I see people say they have to increase prices. It's like, do you really have to, or do you want to? And again, I'm not saying it's a problem, but I just want some justification for it. Because if I'm paying for the same thing I was paying for last week, if I'm paying for the same service I was paying for last week and nothing changed, I'm going to question as to why you changed this price. If you just want to make more money, that's fine. I wouldn't do it that way. And I can say for me, for the brands that do just jump prices like that, I really don't work with them long term. I just, I don't know. It's a personal thing, man. I don't judge you for it, but I find that those brands don't really provide that much value anyways, because they're so focused on the bottom line, how much money they make. They take their focus off of the customer and helping them. I believe that happens in a lot of these podcast spaces where a lot of the companies are so focused on making money. They forget that podcasters are their customers. So then they're trying to satisfy investors and all of that stuff. And next thing you know, the product is terrible. And you have to look at them like, well, why did this happen? How did we get here? And it's because they didn't prioritize the customer's wants, the customer's desires and what they need. And again, I think it could be easily avoided if you don't know the value that your customers might want or what they might need. All you have to do is ask them. If you have a production company, you're editing shows and stuff. If you have a consulting company, you know, the best thing you could do is ask people, okay, so what else could I help you with? Other, what other problems are you facing in this same space? You know, and what's funny is when you talk to enough people, you start to realize that most people face the same problems. They just solve them in different ways. So again, man, it's pretty simple to raise your prices. I'm saying don't just go on your pricing page and just double it and add a comma. Like, don't do that. 
have a process to it. Um, and again, man, make sure you check out pod central, super excited for this platform to be live, help you manage your podcast and reach the next level. If you got any questions, hit me up on Twitter at Chris podcasting and sign up to the newsletter. We're sending out some more content this week, some more tools for you. Our paid tier is coming. If you're a paying user on pod central, you automatically, automatically get added to the paid tier on the newsletter. And that's where we send out more details on growing your podcast business and more business tips overall. I'm bringing in some top, top experts in business and podcasting, um, and you'll get some job opportunities. We're sending those out in email as well. So check it out, man. You got to get access. I'll see you inside. You probably know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? I'm Jason Falls, and I host Winfluence, the Influence Marketing Podcast. Now, you'll note I didn't say influencer marketing. I said influence marketing. Why? Because the goal is to truly influence an audience to take action. We talk about the strategies and stories that move beyond engaging just social media influencers and tap into your community to find influential voices. It's a different way of looking at it. We call it community commerce marketing. Influencers are still a piece of it, but there's so much more. I talk to creators, brand and agency side marketers, and the thinkers in the space to help grow your business. Come learn with me on Winfluence, the Influence Marketing Podcast. Find it at winfluencepod.com, marketingpodcasts.net, or search for Winfluence wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.